Welcome to Self-Awareness for Everyone. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, tools for applied guidance for mindfulness, non-toxic positivity, and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week's episode, Be Yourself Because You Can't Be Anyone Else. Who are you? This is a massively loaded question. And I know, at least from my experience, the answer is really constantly changing. I mean, who you are can vary depending on the time of day, who you're with, what you're doing, who you're doing it with, what your mood is like, and all kinds of other factors, both in your control and outside of your control. Now, overall, the answer is always the same. The short answer is that you are you. And no matter what happens, the only person you can be is you, because you are the only person in your head, heart, and soul. However, that doesn't mean that it's always easy to be yourself, especially in this society where we are constantly being expected to do things and be things and have things. I don't know about you, but it makes me absolutely crazy how often people require things of me that I want nothing to do with. And yes, sometimes this is family, sometimes it's friends, sometimes it's co-workers. It all depends on the situation. And in some cases, you need to do the things that are expected of you. I mean, if you've taken a job and your employer expects you as part of your job to do X, Y, and Z, you probably better do X, Y, and Z. Where this gets tricky is when in doing X, Y, and Z, you find that you're no longer being your genuine, true self. That can be the cause of all kinds of craziness, all kinds of problems, and all sorts of other matters often having to do with the single biggest challenge to being yourself, and that is being accepted. We are a very social species. Even the most introverted among us have needs from time to time to have people. Usually the introverted have a small circle of people that are their people. But everyone, and I mean everyone, needs people from time to time because that's part of the human condition. We are designed not to be alone, but to interact with others. That's part of our nature. When we do that, a big part of it is about being accepted into groups, into organizations, to have people look at you and be, yeah, you're one of us. What can be really frustrating is when you aren't accepted, or, as is more often the case than not, you feel like you're not accepted. It's really easy to feel like you're an outsider, and While to some degree it's also easy to be an outsider, I think more often than not this isn't a choice that you get to make, or at least it doesn't feel like a choice that you're the one making. Whatever the case may be, you can only be yourself, and when you put on airs or you do things that are not genuine and true to who you desire to be, or to who you really believe yourself to be, that can cause all sorts of issues, such as an identity crisis. To be perfectly fair, you can have an identity crisis while being yourself. It's just a matter of things that happen that are completely outside of your control. And when all is said and done, a great deal of what happens to you is completely outside of your control. 
There is nothing we can do about other people. There's very little we can do about things like the weather, traffic accidents. Take your pick. There's all these things that happen around us over which we have zero control. And when that occurs, even when we're being ourselves, we can find that we're lost and having an identity crisis because, wait, I thought I had a handle on this. And then you see that, no, I guess you don't have a handle on this. Before you know it, you're going, well, what do I do now? From here, you can find yourself increasingly not being yourself, but instead being who you believe others need you, desire for you, and want you to be. That can become really problematic because as soon as you pretend to be someone other than who you are, and I'm not talking about acting, I'm not talking about this being a purposeful idea where you're intentionally not being yourself. I mean, if you're LARPing, if you're part of a reenactment group, if you're acting, clearly you're not going to entirely be yourself. I'm talking about the day-to-day bits and pieces where you get to be your truest, most genuine self and how incredibly empowering that can be. Because if you ever wondered what the world would look like if everyone could just be themselves, this is where it gets really complicated because a lot of times we look at things and we see horrible examples of people who are about as disingenuous as one can get. I mean, look at almost any politician and there you are. Then there's some other not-so-good examples of people who are, quote-unquote, being themselves, who are really not being good people. I mean, I don't know about you, but in the last decade or so here in the United States, I've noticed a really uncomfortable trend, and that is people claiming certain liberties, privileges, rights, and the like, all in the name of being themselves, have decided that that's license for them to be complete dicks to everybody else. That's not true. Nothing gives you the right to be a complete dick to anybody. Even if they deserve it, there's uh, there's some questionable bits here, my friends. It's, it's really a matter of, you know, do you fight fire with fire? Sometimes it's not your best plan. But the thing is, all these people claim that in being themselves, that lets them be a complete dick. And that's just not cool. The problem, I find, is that this boils down to kindness, compassion, and empathy, or rather an incredible lack of kindness, compassion, and empathy. There is an entire sector of people out there who look to kindness, compassion, and empathy as being a sign of weakness. If you're compassionate, you're weak. You're kind, that's weak. You're empathetic, what the hell's wrong with you? That's totally weak. But that's just not the truth. In fact, that's the exact opposite of the truth. And I would bet you money that Any one of those people faced with a situation where they were receiving no kindness, no compassion, and no empathy would be totally crying out for greater kindness, compassion, and empathy. That's a huge part of what this thing gets crazy with, is how in being yourself, you desire kindness, compassion, and empathy. I haven't met a person yet who doesn't. Unless you are a sociopath, and I don't know, maybe you are, but unless you are, odds are you want, you desire kindness, compassion, and empathy. Here's the thing. You have a choice, but think of it this way. Do you desire to receive kindness, compassion, and empathy? Because if you do, you should work to give kindness, compassion, and empathy. And I would bet that your true self 
is a kind, compassionate, and empathetic person. And maybe you're not the most incredibly giving person. Maybe that doesn't mean that you're somebody other than taking care of yourself. I mean, I'm losing myself in this train of thought here. But my point is, there's very few people on this planet who are intentionally unkind, uncompassionate, and unempathetic because that makes them better in their minds. Most people... It's something they do because they're falling for a groupthink idea that's just not reality. So, take this into consideration. Being yourself means being true to yourself. Have you ever created a version of yourself that you were presenting to one group that was different from the version of yourself presented to another group? I know that back in school, I often presented to my family one version of me that wasn't the same person I presented to my friends. And when I was alone, there was a version of myself that was third to these other two versions. For what I did in order to be accepted, in order to feel accepted, I wasn't true to myself. I was not genuine. And while it might have briefly given me a form of acceptance or a feeling of acceptance, I had to put on something that wasn't me. I had to maintain this bit of myself that wasn't true to myself. That's why it's important that you are true to yourself. How can you know if you're being genuine and true to yourself? Take a guess. Mindfulness. Mindfulness is active conscious awareness. It's when you recognize who, what, where, how, and why you are by asking yourself questions like, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I feeling? What am I intending? What am I doing? And when you ask those questions and answer them right here and now, these are not questions you can ask about the past nor the future. They can only be genuinely answered now. When you ask and answer these questions, that makes you consciously aware. And when you're consciously aware, you are mindful and you can see if you are being true to yourself, if you are being genuine, if you are the truest, most genuine version of yourself that you desire to be. And if the answer is, well, no, this isn't really me, then guess what? You can change it. Every single one of us is empowered to change. All of us can take action to make changes. It starts by changing our thoughts, feelings, and intentions. Because if you don't begin from within, it's not really possible to change what's going on without. And since the only thing over which you and I have any real control of is ourselves, that means that you must work on yourself to make a given change. If you find that you are not being yourself, being your most true, genuine self, then you have the power to change. You're empowered to do it. It doesn't matter what you have done in your life. It doesn't matter where you come from, your socioeconomic status, your race, religion, gender, sex, whatever. None of this matters. You have every right to be your truest, most genuine self. This is something deeply empowering. But, and I'm going to stress this again because it's very, very important, being yourself is not a license to be a dick. What we often see with people in the idea of being themselves is that they can toss out kindness, compassion, and empathy, and they don't need to have them. But they 
do. And I guarantee you, anybody who thinks that their weakness when they're denied from those people, they want it. They want it badly. They need kindness, compassion, and empathy despite the fact that they think it makes them weak. Ironically, it doesn't. It actually makes us stronger. Why? Because when you're kind, when you're compassionate, and when you're empathetic, you can get a better sense of the world around you. And not just the world around you, but everything within you. Because kindness, compassion, and empathy starts with ourselves. I find that the single most unkind, uncompassionate, unempathetic person towards me is me. I am not always nice to myself. I say and think things about and to myself that are rude, and if somebody else said them to me, I'd be annoyed. And yet, in my head, heart, and soul, that's where I find myself. And that lack of kindness, compassion, and empathy, which I sometimes feel I'm neither worthy of nor deserving of, that lack is disempowering. So, when you want to change, desire to be anything that you desire to be, no matter how big or small, starting with kindness, compassion, and empathy for yourself is deeply important. You know right from wrong. And I'm not just talking about the variance on opposite sides of the flexible cylinder where right's on this side, wrong's on this side. I'm talking about the shades of gray and the colors in the middle. You know where right and wrong lie within that. And while some versions of this are going to alter depending on your personal morality and your code of ethics, while some of them are going to be relatively universal, in addition to your own gray areas and colors, you can see where things make you a dick or not. And you know right from wrong in the sense of randomly murdering people just because is wrong. Taking a leak on a public sidewalk is wrong. But there are gray areas between these things, obviously. And this is important to recognize because when you're being your truest, most genuine self, the chances are you don't want to do these things that are wrong or rude or unkind, uncompassionate, and unempathetic. But if you think that something that someone else does makes them a dick, don't emulate them. Don't do the same thing. Don't be a dick. I know that for some people this can be really complicated, but it's so surprisingly simple. If more people would just stop and think, am I being a dick? Would I like it if somebody did this to me? I think we'd be in a much better place overall. I think that people would be more kind, more compassionate, more empathetic, and more true and genuine to themselves. Because you can only be yourself. You can't be anyone else. No matter how hard you try to be someone else, no matter how much you want to emulate somebody else, you are you. And you are empowered to change yourself to be the most true and genuine you that you can possibly be. And you know what? You are worthy and deserving of whatever it takes to do that. Okay, let's get into this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. To know if you're being yourself, right here and now, I'd like you to write down the following questions, but write them down one at a time and answer them immediately as you write them down. So, write down and then immediately answer the following questions. 
What am I thinking about right now? What am I feeling right now? How am I feeling now? What's my current intent? What are my present actions? This is going to establish in the present moment the basics of who you are. It also sort of gives you a little bit towards your why and what, but mostly this is about who you are. And based on this, you can now write down the following question and answer it immediately. Am I being myself or being disingenuous to myself? If the answer is yes, you are being yourself, more power to you. You keep doing that. Keep being the badass you that you are being. But if your answer is no, now that you are mindful of this information, of your thoughts, feelings, actions, and intentions, you are now capable of seeing who, what, where, how, and why you are right here and now. And if the answer you have is not the answer you like, guess what? You are now in the position to change it. You have the power to change yourself and be your most genuine, true self pretty much whenever you'd like. Yes, there are going to be circumstances that are going to make this especially challenging. And yes, you might be in a position where this just doesn't feel like it's something you can control. So what I would ask you is this. Take a moment to practice active conscious awareness mindfulness, ask questions like those I've posed here in this Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool, and see that you can be yourself, and that being yourself is a good thing, because you are the one and only you in this universe, and you are here to experience life and all that it has to offer. And while sometimes that doesn't feel true, believe me, this is the truth. This is the meaning of life to experience and live it and be yourself. Thanks for joining me this week. I hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can then follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. As always, thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fima Honey. She is the creator of my original cover art. Please take a moment to visit her Etsy shop at Talia's Inspirations. Please pay a visit to my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com, as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com. And check out my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon and other online retailers. I hope you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve your life experience as well as that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste.